You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello. Hello, it's me. It's me. I've been wondering after all these years you lied to me. Can you hear me? <laughs> Hi, this is Katie. And this is Nathan. And you're listening to Queen's Podcast, the show about badass women in history. Rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. Slaying everywhere. Oh, girl. Boudica's a bad bitch. She came to slay. So if you haven't figured out yet, we are discussing Boudica today. And I'm drinking a Newcastle brown ale imported directly from England. And I am drinking a red apples ale um, because I don't like the taste of beer and this tastes like apple juice. (laughs) <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Boudica. She was born around 30 AD in Britain. Circa. Yeah, circa. circa. We, don't, we don't know. We, no, have, we really don't know. I've, I've heard 25 AD. Uh, there's uh, really no way of Let's knowing. just round up and say 30. So she was born circa 30 AD. She was queen of the Iceni tribe. She led a major revolt. Which nearly resulted in Rome abandoning its holdings in Britannia. Okay, wait, wait. Whoa, hold up. Back up. Back it up. Back it up, bitch, bitch. Back it up. So what was the political climate at the time? Britannia? Britannia. Britannia. So pretentious. I know. That's what... Rome came in and conquered, you know, modern-day UK and called it Britannia. And it was basically just a bunch of tribes and client states under Rome, and it wasn't really like what we see as England today. Uh, I think there were like 30 tribes in the There was like the 30 tribes in what we see as like modern-day England and Wales. And that's what Rome was after, because they were like... Fuck Scotland, that's the boonies, right. basically. And, but basically to the Romans, almost all of Europe, the Britain was like at the edge of the world. Yeah, like, no, they looked at that island and it was called the island at the edge of the world. And they thought, you know, you go past that and you basically fall off the face right. of the earth. The world is flat, you go to England, you die. And they were like... The people there are heathens. They're cannibals. They have tails. Tails? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where did they come up with that Well, shit? they didn't conquer Britain until, like, 43 AD, whereas the rest of Europe had been conquered by Rome well before. So it was just kind of shrouded in mystery. And honestly, Boudicca could have changed all of that. Yeah, so Rome almost backed out of Britannia because of her, and we are going to tell her story today. So where is she actually from? So she was queen of the Iceni tribe, which inhabits 
modern day Norfolk. Norfolk? How do you say that again? Well, okay. So, like, I always say Norfolk, but my husband, who is English, always makes fun of me, and he says Norfolk, but I, I just feel like an ass saying it like Norfolk? that. Norfolk? <laughs> Nor- they're from Norfolk. Yeah, sure. Anyway. So, basically, the Iceni are these very rich and powerful <laughs> tribe that inhabited Norfolk today. <laughs> and, like, around 43 AD, Emperor Claudius... You'll hear him later. Rolls in, and he's like, hey, look, we're Rome, we're going to take over, and the Iceni agree to be a client state, which is basically like, they pay taxes to Rome, Rome is like the big boss, they still get to run their day-to-day as they usually would, and they also get the protection of Rome. So basically, they're Roman citizens, but like, running their own shit. Yeah, and the Iceni saw their neighbors to the south of Catavellini... As making money off of Rome, so they're like, cool, 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 tight, 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 tight. We're gonna do this shit too. And also, they saw some of their neighbors getting killed, uh, murdered the fuck out of. <laughs> so they were like, well, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that too. So basically, they were like, Rome, we're gonna lean in. <laughs> Sounds good. And Boudica, she's the queen of the Iceni. So we're talking about the Iceni because Boudica was the queen of it. And mm-hmm. she was married to Prasitagus, mm-hmm. who was her hottie with a body man. Hottie alert. Hello. Yeah, it's funny. Um, the Iceni actually minted coins that have survived to today. They're actually in the um, Norfolk uh, Museum. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. And, <laughs> like, you can go and see coins with Prestatagus's, like, image on them. And, which I think is cool. And, the, yeah, that is totally... And the Romans, like, described... Uh, Cassius Dio actually described Boudica as being a very tall woman with fierce eyes and a harsh voice. So, I think she may have smoked a little bit of these cigarettes. <laughs> anyway, she had tawny... Or something. Yeah, right. She had some tawny hair, which... What color is Tawny? So I had to put Tawny into Google, and it said like red blonde. Yeah, I so think it's like blonde. I think it's I'm like thinking. technically like different colors. So this was um, Cassius Deus was writing this about a hundred years. Like he's like the primary source. There are two sources for Boudica, both written years after her death. And so I wonder if this was like actually a good description of her. Or, like, just what they thought all Celtic women looked like. Yeah. These barbarian women with long red hair, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's not 100% sure if her husband, Prasitagus, was actually born a king or if he was just part of the nobleman that was like, hey, Rome, I'm gonna rule this land because I have a lot of money. Are you? I like you. Love you, Rome. And I think that's... Kind of how it Yeah, was. it's very possible that they rolled in and the actual leader of the Iceni was kind of resistant. And they were like, well, we got this other nobleman. We'll just put him in place. Or if he was already king of the Iceni. So that's unclear. But either way, while Prestatagus was alive, the Iceni lived in perfect peace with Rome. They were buddies. Um, he paid them what was due. They offered protection. Everything was great. I mean, while it he was, was alive. so great that he even like signed in his will to put like half of his land with his two daughters, mm-hmm. which makes sense because I mean it's his daughters. Yeah, and the other half to Emperor Nero. So that wasn't unheard of. It was kind of almost just like a gesture of goodwill. It was um, just being like, it's going to go half to my family, 
and have to roam because you're going to continue to offer us protection and we're going to continue to pay you taxes, etc., etc. And it really wasn't uncommon in Celtic tribes to, like, leave your land to women. Yeah, women rule was not unheard of. But in Rome, they were like, fuck no. No, 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 no. That's not how we do things. Women don't rule land here. So basically, Prasitagus dies and the shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan. He leaves... In his will, um, split rule to his two daughters, who at this time are somewhere between like 10 and 13 years old. So they're tweens. They're tweens. So the governor of Britannia was this dude named Gaius Suetonius Polanus. Okay, good try. What are we going to call him? We we just call him Gay Serotonin Paula. Gay Serotonin Paula. Gay Serotonin Paula. GSP for short. He was oppressing the fuck out of Wales. So he was busy. So he gets note like, hey, this woman wants to run her show. And he is like, I'm busy oppressing the Welsh. I'm going to send like a different group of guys to go over there and like handle it. So they get there and the, I don't, I don't know who the soldiers were, but they, I don't know that they have any names that have come down, but they're like, look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. It was super weird for a woman to rule at that time. In Roman culture. Yeah, so Because women, like, if, if a woman argued with her husband or her father in public, it was totally acceptable in Roman culture to just beat her to death. And that's like, and they even said that the Iceni tribe like owed Rome a bunch of debt. Oh no, so they, they roll in and they're like, it's not cool for women to rule. You owe us a shitload of money, so we're gonna take over. Boudicca was like, wait, hold up. No. We're gonna continue to split rule. Yeah, my husband left us half Nothing of this Nothing has to change. So, like, she was totally cool to, like, roll with them. So, I think they were actually waiting for Prasitagus to die, and then regardless of who he passed it on to, roll in. But it just happened to be a woman and two young girls, so they saw, like, an easy target. Because Boudicca protested the Romans, like, taking over, she was like, no. The Romans were like... Oh, well, let me show you how we treat women who give us lip in Rome. And they tied her up and they flogged her, which means basically just beat the shit out of her. Beat the shit out of her. And then raped her two daughters in front of her. So basically... First of all, let's just... let's just, Fucked up. Let's take a second to just go... Ugh. It's fucked up. Like, ugh. for a mom to have to watch her children get, like, raped. And just what a gross thing. Like, ugh. Couldn't you just, like, tax them more? Couldn't right. you? Ugh. And, and, like, Boudicca at the time, she was paying taxes. She was. She uh, considered herself a Roman woman because she, they had the protection of Rome. They paid taxes to Rome. They paid allegiance to Rome. And rape was illegal in Rome. Yeah, like, back then, I mean, you could rape your slaves, which isn't good. But... To rape a Roman woman, I mean, you would get castrated. So she could have gone through, like, the proper channels and brought this back to... She could have brought it to HR. She could have brought it to Gay Serotonin's HR and been like, hey, this shit went down. That is not the route she decided to take. But I do want to talk for a second about what this rape symbolized. 
Besides just a gross, like, use of force. It's basically the Romans asserting their power mm-hmm. and saying that they're gonna make these women, quote-unquote, submissive to them. And also, um, it's like saying, oh, these are the people that are supposed to carry on your dynasty. Well, no one's going to want to marry them now. And maybe we'll impregnate them and they'll have bastards, basically. Like, yeah, no, but that's common. It was history. it was a shitty thing to do. And it was also saying this is what we think of your role and, like, effectively ending the Iceni power. And can you imagine being Boudicca and, like, having to sit there and watch your daughters get raped? After you just got, like, flogged. Beat which means, like, whips and shit. Oh. I would mm-hmm. go into Mama Bear Beast mm-hmm. Mode. Oh, well. Beast Mode. She fucked she, shit up. Boudica was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slay. Slay. So she starts going to the neighboring tribes and is like, hey, this is the shit that's going down. And we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. Mm-mm. And the other tribes have been going through some shit. With Rome, which we'll get into and later. And they're also mad as hell. And they're and like, they're hell yeah. are not going to take it anymore either. We're not going to take it. The no. Essenes. We're not, not going to take, take it. it. No, they didn't fucking they, take it. No. Nah. <laughs> nah, dude, is what they said. So Queen Bee basically gathers her troops together, and she gets her number one friends called the Trinovantes, and she gathers them in to go into the battle. They and we'll- were also another big tribe, but we will get into the Trinovantes in more detail later. So but just- how did she go to decide to go to Camelot? So this story is so weird, but I love it. So supposedly she gets a rabbit, or a hare, as it's said in the um, stories and everything. She's got a hair. She puts it up her skirt. A hairy pussy. Oh, she's got a hairy pussy now. Um, I'm sorry. And hashtag sorry. <laughs> it's supposed to invoke the power of the old Celtic and s- tribe goddess uh, Andraste. Andraste. So she puts this hair up her skirt, invokes the power of Andraste. The and goddess then, of warfare. And then lets it go. Then... It runs in some direction or another. And, and she says, supposedly it runs in the direction of the Roman capital of Britannia, Camelodonum. And so she goes, well, Andraste wants us to go to Camelodonum. But I feel like they would have gone to Camelodonum anyway because it was the capital. So I feel like anyway the rabbit would have ran. She would have been like, oh, it's Camelodonum. Andraste wants us to go this way. Let's run. Let's go. But anyway, (laughs) that's what they did. I want to like talk about, just for a hot second, I want to digress and talk about the adorable Roman names for British towns. Okay, so we have Camelodunum. And that was Colchester. Londinium. Which is London, which I wish they would have just left. I like Londinium. It sounds so I epic. I know, I know. Mamusium? Mamusium is Manchester. Dernover... Dernoveria is Dorchester. Yeah, don't try to pronounce any of these names under the influence. You're going to get them all kinds of wrong. So they start marching to Sea Town, Camelodunum, Camelodunum. So they march to Camelodunum with like okay. At this point, they've gathered like they're just walking through all the tribes, and they're like, it makes me think of. Do you ever, have you ever seen Love Actually? Yes. You know, whenever Colin Firth is walking through the town, and everyone's like, he's going to propose to that girl, and by the end, they've got like a hundred people. Yeah, behind and him. it's also like the Forrest Gump whenever he's running the mile yeah, across the country, it's like he like just. Any movie people. you've ever seen, and like people just 
join, except the people just joining her group are, are like, like, hey, I fucking hate Romans. I do too. Come on, girl. And so they're bloodthirsty. They <laughs> grab, um, they don't have swords. They don't have shields. No, this is they don't not have like your well equipped bows army. and arrows. Nope. So these are just motherfuckers grabbing their uh, shovels, grabbing their pitchforks. Grabbing their, like, kitchen knives. Ready to fucking fight. And they're going to Camilla Dunham. And let's give, like, a quick rundown of Camilla Dunham. Yeah, I think like, that's it important. was the former capital of the Trinavantes tribe. Yeah. And it is the capital the, of the, the Roman current. capital. And it wasn't, like, armed like all of the other cities. A lot of what I read was that it was actually, like, a, a leisure town yeah. for, like, retired soldiers. So I, I read um, retired soldiers is ambiguous. Like, it could mean, like, soldiers that have actually retired hired from the army but it could also mean like soldiers that are just on leave yeah with their family it's basically like florida it's florida there's a bunch of old retired people there and there's a bunch of people there bringing their kids to disney world so Boudicca's marching her way on to camilla dunham Mm -hmm. and gsp gay serotonin hears about this and sends his ninth legion to like squash him down but he's not really taking it seriously his ninth legion Mm. is like 250 soldiers or something. Yeah, it's like nothing. And, and they have to walk three days to get to Camelodum. So they're tired as fuck. at this point, Boudicca's got like tens of thousands of people. Like, yeah, they're an angry mob and they're untrained for battle, but they are pissed and they are outnumbering. So they squash this Ninth Legion. They were really pissed, and part of the reason that they were pissed is because of the Trinavantes. And like I said So the earlier, Trinavantes at this point have, like, full-on joined. And yeah. they're, like, BFFs. And as I said earlier, that Like, the was, Trinavantes and the Iceni have, like, a little BFF necklace, and one side is the Iceni has... Is a broken heart, and the other And then the broken, broken heart. It says best friends, and the forever. one that the Trinavante has says forever. So I know the Trinavantes were, like, BFFville, but, like... Why did they hate the Romans? I mean, I know that I know that Iceni had such a good reason. Why did the Trinavantes hate the Romans well, so much? Well, Dunham actually used to be the Trinavantes' former capital. Yeah. And Emperor Claudius came in and ransacked Rome back in the 40 ADs and mm. was like, oh, now this is our capital. Oh. And so that was the capital for Rome. Exactly. Yeah. And... Claudius ends up dying, and he was apparently poisoned by Nero, mm. and that was a little rumor that went Nero on. Nero was the Roman emperor at this yeah, time, right? the next right? one. Okay, okay. The next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after Claudius came Nero, so he was, Nero was rumored to kill Claudius. So what the rumor is, is that Nero was like, oh, there's this rumor that I have poisoned Claudius, so I'm going to make a temple in Claudius's name. And why not? <laughs> why not to like avoid suspicion that maybe he did something wrong? It makes me think of OJ's like search for Nicole's real killer. It's exa- <laughs> yeah, like like Scott Peterson looking for Lacey Peterson. Like it's it's a big phony yeah, fraud. It's a big old like I totally didn't do it. So here's this big like church to prove it. And. He made the Trinavantes pay for it. And if you if you think about it, these Trinavantes are actually like Celtic sort of they don't worship Claudius, the emperor god. They're like, who are these fucking people? So not only do they have to pay for it and pay for this temple, they have to worship him every year and they're like, Oh, hell nah. I'm getting out of this town. And Mm -hmm. basically Nero pushed them out. Yeah. And so when they join up with Boudicca, they're like, Hey girl, I hate these Romans. I hate these Romans, too. And then she was like, they rape my daughters. And they're like, that gives us even more. And so the two of them just go 
ham on the Roman capital. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is. Well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. B's army approaches Camelodunum and squash the defense. Everybody that's able-bodied gets the fuck out of C-Town. Yeah, they heard that they were coming and they were like, oh, the men who are soldiers, go ahead and get out. But they left like they are dicks. They left the women and children there. And the elderly, they left. I mean, I'm sure there were some women that got out of town, but like... The women carrying the babies couldn't really go. The pregnant women, the old retired soldiers couldn't go anywhere. And Boudicca's army was savage as shit, and they didn't care. They killed them. Oh, my God. I, like... I'm sorry to say they did some pretty brutal things to these women and children. That pretty brutal? Oh. They had no chill. Seriously. Zero chill. <laughs> like, I, on a scale of 1 to 10 chill, they had, like, negative 400. Yeah. This, <laughs> this like, siege lasted two days. That that temple that the, the Trinavantes had to build, gone. Bye. Immediately. But here's the thing. It's like... We hear about all this slaughter, but there weren't any bodies found. Like, oh, there was some a bodies. Lot of, yeah, there were, but it, it's not as a big like, massacre. Where are the rest of the bodies? And so what I read is that in this sort of Celtic, you know, Ugh. religious thing, what they would do is chop off their head and throw them in the river. And I actually read in a couple places where today they will find, like, skulls from that area in the river. So it's not unheard of that some of these bodies we may have not found, but that's because they were thrown in a river and deheaded. Well, something they did with the bodies that weren't thrown in the river, they would take noble women, hang them up, take their breasts off their body, and sew them to their mouths. I don't even know how to handle that. I really hope. I don't know how to process that. I really hope those women were dead when they did that. I hope they were dead when they did that. That fucking sucks. But like they would, so they just left them hanging in the middle of the city for the Romans to come back and find. Uh, I I feel bad for their titties. I I feel, I, yes. (laughs) I don't know how to respond to that. But to, to be honest, I, I think this speaks to where Boudicca is coming from. Her daughters were raped. She so was she was like, beaten. She was just she was saying, "Oh yeah, you're gonna do that to my little girls. Look oh. what's gonna happen to your little girls. I'm gonna chop their boobs off and sew to the fucking mouths." Ugh. Like she was ready to. Oh, so they keep marching. 
And they go to, uh, Boudicca's not fucking done yet, so she she goes mm -hmm. to Londinium, which is... Which is is London. Yeah, current day London. And uh, gay, serotonin, Paula, whatever. He He gets wind that they're coming to London. And he's like, you know, Londinium's kind of screwed at this point, because we're about a few hundred miles away, and uh, we're not going to make it in time, so let's just... Let Boudicca have her well, way. Well, like, I think that he, like, knew they were coming and was like, okay, I'm not going to have enough time to put together the appropriate forces. I'm not going to be able to, like, really arm the city. So let's just l- let them have Londonium and we'll cash them next time. How about that? Uh, how about that? <laughs> and so Boudicca marches in and there is, like, the... Angry mob goes It is a nuts. slaughter, just like Sea Town. It is done. Like, there is a fuck ton of people dead. Looting. Officially. Impaling bodies. Impaling bodies. Like the, so this is another thing that was, like, symbolic of rape. Impaling a body yeah. is like sticking a piece of wood through Ooh, somebody's body. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And so, I know you don't want to, but still, Boudica, like, <laughs> it happened. watched her daughter get raped, so, so she's yeah. going to kind of show them, don't fuck with me. So, um, the official body count in Londonium was a fuck ton, right? I yep. think that was, like, officially yep. in the records. Yep. A fuck ton of people died. And there was still some boob cutting and sewing oh. on. And, yeah, and, and they also, like, burned that shit to the ground. Like, they took special effort to burn that shit to it the ground. It wasn't something that they could just literally, oh, let's burn it. No. Because it wasn't made of wood. No, it was made of clay. So, like, they couldn't just, like, light a match, walk away, like, in any, like, action movie where you're walking away from the flaming buildings. No, like, they had to, like, sit there with a torch. And and, hold it there for hours. Slowly wait for the buildings to burn down. And what's really cool is that in London, you know, a few meters underneath the ground, there's still this layer of red clay ash she left her mark she left her fucking mark geology bitch go study it Boudica. <laughs> <laughs> booty booty Boudica. so after she burns that shit down well let's just say her army takes their sweet ass little time and they're just getting wasted on their ales and having a great time like they spend a while at like, Ladonium, which I think was the first misstep, as they just spent a long time there partying, burning, drinking, boob cutting. Oh. oh, she burns that shit down to the ground. So they move on to a place called Verulam. St. Albans. It's, it's modern day St. Albans. And uh, gay serotonin catches word of this and is like, oh fuck, they just burned down Camelodonium and Londinium. Shit. So, so he's had time to like know what's going on, know which way they're going, learn about their traits, and he's this whole time collecting an army. And the Trinavantes, who you know originally got up with Boudica, didn't like the they didn't like the Catavellini because the Catavellini like assimilated with Rome mm-hmm. and like made money off of them. So they were traitors. They were total traitors to yeah. them. So that's and why they, they were they still supporting because the Iceni had also, like, leaned in with Rome. But once the shit hit the fan, and the Catalavani were still trying to collaborate with Rome, and so they were viewed as, you know what they're doing to us, and you're still against us. Exactly. Yeah. And so, basically, 
Gay serotonin knows that this is happening, so he evacuates a lot of the people out of Varilla Mayhem. Sand albums. Sand albums. And so there's not very many casualties that we know of there, but what ends up happening is... Yeah, Roman. And he ends up stationing outside of there at Watling Street and is just holed up waiting for Boudicca to come. Which, Watling Street sounds awfully British. That does not sound like... A Roman name for it. So I wonder no. if it didn't get a name until like after the fact. No, it is after the fact because they didn't <laughs> oh, have like they didn't have the name of the because they would call it Watlonium Street. It's near Watling Street. That's <laughs> what the, the modern day people say. So unfortunately, after the sack of St. Albans is really where the downfall starts to happen. Because you have Rome sitting there waiting for you to attack them. And spoiler alert, if Rome's waiting for you, don't go. Don't go. It's not going to go well. So Boudicca goes out to meet them. No. Please don't. And she thinks my army is large and in charge. Because their army did at this point like have roughly a bajillion people. But I think it, a bajillion is a good... It's not as in charge as Rome No, I mean, none of them are trained soldiers. They've got <laughs> pitchforks. They've got kitchen knives. It's like great uncle Bob sitting on his little wheel cabin whatever he's drunk they're not not, trained they're not not. trained so it's it's bad yeah (laughs) and so she rolls out in her chariot and gives like this speech about how um we're gonna win this battle or perish and everybody just goes fucking nuts And so they um, they gather all their... So, like, all the people that are fighting are followed by, like, their families, their women, their And all children, the stuff that they looted. All their, all their spoils they've got in these wagons. That, Just, like, sitting behind them in a horseshoe. Like, in a horseshoe shape, they've got all their shit. And they're basically like, let's just put this here. Y'all watch us slay these bitches. We'll be back in a hot minute. Have some popcorn. It's going to be a good show. So let's kind of set up this scene here. Is you have the Romans sitting on this side. And then there's like forest on either side of them. And And also it's noteworthy to be like the Romans have been trained to be soldiers since they were babies. Babies. Like taken out of the womb fighting. They know they... And these people are just farmers and um, blacksmiths and whatever. So on both sides of them, there's forest. Behind Boudicca's army, there's a horseshoe of people. And then the Romans, who have like a tenth of the people left, are just waiting and sitting there waiting for her to attack. So she gives this great speech and they start to charge. Boudicca's army starts to charge. And the Romans sit back and they form this little wedge formation and they start to come on rome now let's get in formation formation and pushes the this army up against that little horseshoe so they get like captured with themselves even though they are sorely outnumbered they are brutally brutally killed like all of them and so they start to try to retreat but they're like they're like stuck. They're like forced into this space by their own wagons. Their and they own... get trapped. And so, like, the Romans just 
follow them as they're retreating. They brutally slaughter them all and then take all their loot, slaughter all their children and women and elderly who are just like sitting around watching and kill. Everybody gets killed. Basically. And Boudica knows she's fucked. So there's a couple different stories about how she actually died, and we she, don't really know. All we know for sure is she definitely disappears from the record at this yeah, point. Yeah, she either died in battle, or she poisoned herself. And honestly, I like the poisoned herself, because I, I have too. this, like, I picture it that she, like, you know how she off the heads of her enemies and threw them in the river? I feel like she, like, took some poison and just drowned herself in a river. Well, and was And just called it a day because she's drama. Whether it was poison or not, I definitely, it makes sense to me that she would have killed herself and probably her daughters, too. Because if they would have been caught, what would have happened to them? You yeah. know, she had Roman women's breasts cut off and sewn to their faces. Yeah. And, and like, the, what were these people going to do to and her? And the Romans, like, originally, like, raped her daughters and beat her. So. And that's a. And that's, that's before that That's happened. a calm day. <laughs> What's going to happen to her when she's caught now? So I, I think she definitely, like, did away with herself. Yeah. I, and that's I my two cents. I wouldn't blame her. But, you know. Her legend as a woman was not really documented at so, the time. Yeah, so she was not, like, didn't really come into play. The first people that um, wrote about her, both of the primary sources, were Roman writers from about 50 to 100 years after she was, after she died. In that time frame, like that lapse, it was basically... Word of mouth, like people talking around campfires, like this happened, this happened, until some Roman people finally wrote it down. I think it's interesting to note that at the time that this happened, Nero was emperor yeah, and of Rome, and he, just... he, be, he was very unpopular through the times. Yeah, I think that even 50 years after Nero's reign... Like, if you look at it now, like, when people write something about Nixon, it's never positive. Negative. So, it was, I think it was kind of viewed as, like, um, negative Nero propaganda. (laughs) Like, look what happens when you have a bad ruler. This woman takes over. These people slay hundreds of thousands of our people. So, that was her legend with the Roman Empire. But then she drops off the face of the earth for a good, like, a thousand years. But she does make a reappearance in the Renaissance time. After, in the late Renaissance, like, after being non-existent in stories for a long time, she makes a reappearance. And her speech that she gives everyone in that last battle is very reminiscent of the Queen Elizabeth speech that she gives before the battle with the Spanish Armada. Yeah, when she starts her empire. And it really, Boudica didn't reach like a peak of popularity until Queen Victoria. And it's kind of funny with that, too. Yeah. Because Queen Victoria, like... Boudica's name has been known to be pronounced a number of different ways. Boudicia. In Welsh, they call it Budug, which is the least prettiest. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until Victoria that, like, her name kind of, Boudica's name kind of been synonymous with victory. Yeah, Bo- um, Queen Victoria took Boudica to be, she believed it was actually a title, not a name, which is totally plausible. And when taken from ancient Celts, 
and converted into modern English actually meant victory, which her name was Victoria. And she claimed that's why she took that name for her queen's name. And that's the time that Boudicca really hit her most popularity, like her height of popularity. And that's also the time when English imperialism, like at this time, so when Boudicca was in charge, it was like, who run the world? Rome. And by Queen Victoria's time, it was like, who run the world? England. Exactly. So it was a story of, we may be this little island, but look, we got these fierce ass bitches that really propelled Boudicca. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So that's Boudicca. Booty, booty, boudica. Rockin' everywhere. All right, all right, all right. So. Uh, we have to give a shout out to one of our listeners. So, last episode, we discussed about how we don't know what the fuck the Holy Roman Emperor was. We thought her. it was like a state of mind. Yeah, but we had a Zelda. <laughs> listeners, Zelda, not Zelda. <laughs> I have a British accent. Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> No, Nathan has had about six beers at this point. So it's a little bit too much. So (sighs) listener Zelda wrote us to explain the Holy Roman Empire to us and the Holy Roman Emperor. So essentially the Holy Roman Empire was what would later become Prussia, Germany, plus Austria. It was like a loose confederation of nobles and kings under the emperor who was usually but not always the king of Austria. Yeah. Um, Before the Protestant Revolution, they were super Catholic. And after, they became a pile of Lutherans. That is her, like, exact quote. A pile of Lutherans, Calvinists, and Catholics. The emperor mostly controlled foreign affairs, settled disputes as part of the empire, and was elected by a council of nobles in the empire. So this, like, side note, so this wasn't like a king where you inherited it, you were elected. It's like a democracy. It was like the empire is to Yoda, who was to the Jedi. Yeah. After Prussia became a thing... They and Austria constantly fought about who was more German and essentially forgot how confederations work, leading to the ultimate downfall of the Holy Roman Empire. So basically, the Holy Roman Empire is Germany and the Emperor's Yoda. Thanks, Zelda. Bye. Put it in words we can understand. I totally understand. So thank you guys for listening. If there's something you want us to hear, let them just Like, we are like a million percent open to suggestions. Like, we have ideas who our next episode is going to be about, but we don't have anything set in stone. Yeah, you can email us at queenshistorypodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at queens underscore podcast. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Follow us on iTunes at queens podcast. All one word. All one word. Queens podcast. Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, people. See you next time, girl. Hope better have my money. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.